Hello, good afternoon, and good evening. Welcome to Ongakudu, the podcast where three friends come together and break down what's new in the Japanese music industry. This is the podcast for the week of the spooky month of October 1st, 2021. I'm your host, Ken, and with me we have Gray. What's happening, dudes? And that's about it, because currently Luna is probably somewhere getting plastered right now, because it is the lovely spooky month of October. She's probably stretching out the limits of her liver. <laughs> but yeah, how have you been, and what have you been listening to as of late, Gray? Yeah, no, I've been listening to uh, a lot of what I've been talking about the past couple of weeks. But I've also been listening to uh, Kodai Yoshida. He's had a brand new single drop, Daisy, that's really good. Uh, High T just released his uh, newest single, um, The Best Is Yet To Come, which is really beautiful and just a really wonderful release. Uh, I've also, I'm still listening to Hadashi No Step by Lisa. I think that's just a fantastic single. And I'm still listening to All Me by Ivy or Ivy. And still checking out Gakuto Kajiwara's single Jasmine, which is really good. And I'm still listening to Akira Takano's Enter album. Like I was listening to that yesterday. <laughs> and it's, it's, it's my just jam. Really, you just really took a shine, I am. <laughs> I, 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 did, I, I, I liked it. Well, the the first song, Can't Keep It Cool, just won my heart, man. It, like... When I heard that song, I was like, "Oh, I'm in. I, I am. I am in." And I, I, I do. I like. I'll, I'll put on the album mostly to hear to can't keep it cool, but then I won't. I won't move to something else. Like I'll let the album play and and find like four or five songs that I really enjoy. So this is just a fantastic album. I, I highly recommend his inner album. I think it's really freaking good. So. And I've been checking out this week's MC, which is pretty cool, pretty interesting, and I'm eager to talk about them. But, but it's been a while. What have you been listening to? So I've been listening to a whole giggle of things, actually. So I've been listening to the lovely band of Subway Daydream with the brand new EP, Born. So I've been actually looking forward to this, and I've been listening to them back and forth here. I've also been listening to another female-led band called Atarayo with their new single, Shoski, uh, they are probably a future MC in the making, so I can't wait to talk more about them in the future. We have the lovely, lovely vocalist of How Do Know with her single September. I've been actually really looking forward to listening to that, so it's actually on my own Gakugo, so go take a peek at that. I've been also listening to I Love You by Showmore, their brand new single, and I'm quite happy with this release, so. I'm happy that Shomar is actually still there. So, we got also Sunrise Love by Emerald. They've been keeping busy as of late too. So I've been kind of happy about that. We also have Era by Hakubi. Kind of going back to that as well. And then a little bit of the lovely punk band One Eye Close. So just a little here and there and everywhere. But I don't, I've been also listening to MC because this week was my artist. So. But yeah, with that, let's continue on to the topic here. And, you know, if you guys have been listening to us for quite a while, you kind of notice that we've been sprinkling and hinting at this topic every so often where we do get to want to really dive in and talk about this. But just when we do talk about it, it's near the tail end and it's already going on for an hour. So we don't really want to go on to a two hour episode. But this time, this is our main focus for our episode. And. You know, we are talking about the, you know, the lovely transition into digital media and digital releases happening more and more. What is something that you'll kind of miss or won't miss with a physical release? So let's start with you and we'll kind of go back and forth here with this. And first off, what will you miss about having a physical release, Gray? Yeah, no, uh, one of the things that I will miss and, you know, this is something that kind of took me back to, you know, my high school days and stuff like that. Cause you know, I, when I was in school, like, you know, I had like my Walkman CD player. So, you know, this is old school for me, but you know, one of the things that I will miss in is the permanence of owning something. So like when you own something digitally, like you own it, when you, as long as you have access to the server, 
you know, as much as I love Apple Music and the convenience that it brings, like if, you know, something were to ever happen to Apple and that server, you know, goes down, like, you know, all the money that I have in Apple Music will be gone, you know. Uh, and it's just, it's really scary, terrifying thought. We've dealt with this a couple of times before. Uh, when, like, uh, when I bought Scandal, it just, like, I owned Scandal... Because I got into Scandal before Apple Music was a thing. I got it into around 2014. And Apple Music was, was probably in the, the design works, but it wasn't available in the public quite yet. So, you know, I wanted to listen to Scandal. Well, I, I don't even think that. I think because Sony at that time was playing guard. <laughs> uh, that that too. That, that too. Uh, so, yeah, I bought all of Scandal's music digitally and like i owned every release that they ever dropped digitally and then sony they like scandal had that parting with sony and just they took them off the store and i i could not get back i can't remember which album it was but it was one of the albums i could like i like even though i had physically bought it like well i well i had spent money i didn't physically buy it i bought it digitally but because I had spent money on it, I I couldn't get it because it wasn't on their servers anymore. Now, thankfully, like they've worked everything out, and you can do. I now have access to all their music again. But for a while there, it was scary, and I didn't yeah, know what think, would happen. And if you didn't, if you had bought just the physical edition of it, then you wouldn't have to worry about things yep. like that ever happening. Kind of yeah. Oh yeah, it, because you, you you still have it. Like you know, if they take it off digitally, like it doesn't matter because it's like they can't physically remove it from the disc. <laughs> the, yeah, they yeah. can't. They can't. They're like, let me take this disc. <laughs> it's like they can't yeah, do yeah, that. They, so. they, go, they, they come on your door and be like, hey, have it back. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, it's yeah, like, you know, you know that that similar thing that we just went through recently was just Ali, and you know, with their whole messing thing of happening and. Once their scandal had happened, all their stuff just got deleted off the Digiverse. And, you know, those people that had the physical release on it uh, actually has a piece of history now. <laughs> and something that they could probably just jack up the prices for. But, yeah, like, nothing of their digital releases are on there. Every got to, everything got taken off, even YouTube, unless you find fans fan releases of the songs. You won't be able to find it. I'll be yeah. surprised if Netflix kind of redirects their stuff because of that. Yeah, like you can still catch uh, where they did Lost in Paradise for uh, Jujutsu Kaisen. You can you can still like if you watch Jujutsu Kaisen, like you can still kind of catch that ending theme there. But yeah, that's about yeah. the only way you can catch it now. Honestly, that that one song. And I mean, it was a lot more that they took off, but you, you try to reclaim what you can, I guess, with the resources you have. But, you know, even that's not the full song. It's only a minute and a half. So yeah. it stinks. It, it really stinks. I hate what happened. I mean, no, I mean, understand to some point, like, yeah, the drummer did some bad things and I, I, I kind of get it. But it's the fans, I think, at the end of the day that suffer for that crap. So. It, it, it is what well, it is. It is what it is kind of thing, yeah. yeah. So, But, you know, like for, for me, you know, the one thing that I'll miss about having that physical release, well, it's a little bit of a twofer here. So part one is just the spread out of releases. Granted, there, there are some artists that do back-to-back -back physical releases. I mean, back in Odyssey's heyday, they were doing almost a single every two months, give or take. Give or, but that's still two months. But, you know, we have artists that, because they shifted more towards a digital release, their presence is just a little bit overbearing. I mean, we initially encountered this... I mean, I don't think we would have encountered this if we were only doing the physical releases for Oricon, but because we are doing everything for Oricon, so that includes digital and streaming, we're encountering this lo lovely little bug a little bit more. And I think, like, what we first encountered this with Official Hige, because they were just releasing release after release every two to three months, 
and even then those releases will linger on for about till the next release practically right uh pretty much and it's it, it was it was it's really crazy because you know one, one of the things that i think of is like you know absence makes the heart grow fonder but you know when you're putting out a digital release all the time like like no one can miss you so yeah. it's, it's like every time you turn around it's like oh hey here's another one oh hey here's another one and, <laughs> it's like oh man and the, the artist that is probably suffering this the most indefinitely is yao sobi because over the past three months they've released every single they release a new song every month and granted i think it's a little bit more easier for them because they are a more focused as a digital creator originally but still i i i have wished that you know just wait two to three months and i think that would kind of help us swallow them a little bit more because hey we're still getting a release that was released earlier in the year on the oricon and as much as i like them to a point it you know, like you said, Gray, absence makes the heart grow fonder for certain people. So, yeah, and I mean that's that's the thing. It's because, like, I know, like I've hit this thing with the Osami where it's like they, I like their music. I I, I don't want to come off as a, like a hater or anything like that. But you know, every time they drop a new release, it's like, oh, okay, hey, this is good. But like, I never go back and check it out or listen to it. So yeah. for for me, it's just like. You know, I, I would like to see them go because also is like one of the nice things about a digital platform is you can release a song when it's ready. Like you don't have to, because I know like you know back in the day, like you know they'd have songs ready, but they you know they'd sit on them maybe for a year or two because they'd have to be released with like a, you know a, a single and or the album, and sometimes the album's a year or two out. So yeah, you, you know like like there's that that faster turnaround too that, that we deal with which kind of goes back to your point that you, you know you have that increased frequency in releases and you know like i said that's a good that's partially a good thing but at the same time like if you you can oversaturate your market you know like and that every market's like that like you, you, there's a point to where every even the most ardent fans had too much and when you oversaturate your market, it's just it takes years to get recover from that. Like, to use a, an American example, like, and I don't want to offend anybody, so just, uh, but Nickelback, growing up when I was in high school, like they were everywhere. Like you couldn't hide under a rock without not hearing Nickelback. So well, I also think that's a a regional thing because yeah, <laughs> you know, uh, I, that's I, fair I, too. <laughs> that that's fair too. Like I, I knew a lot of I people mean, that grew to the, hate Nickelback the, just because of just the, like the, how the only thing the only thing I know of them is uh, look at this photograph and I I just <laughs> lo- I absolutely love that I absolutely love that song. <laughs> it's a good song. It's a good song. I, I I think that's a good song too. But yeah, like I know a lot of people that just hate Nickelback because it's Nickelback, you know. And and I don't think that's right either. Like like you know, but you you run into that and like you know i didn't want to get to where it's like i hate yasobi because it's yasobi and you know they're putting out a song every week and i'm just like kind of just over them you know uh so it's one of those things like you need to strike that balance that you know like like and and you're you're right like you know like i don't think it would be bad if like if they did like a new song every month but then, like, time it to where, like, once every three months, and then you can get, like, a nice, like, three-song collection release, you know? That, that you, you know, you've went three months without listening, and you can really enjoy it, and it's not just a singular track. Uh, it's like, oh, here's a collection of three songs that we've been working on. And by the, like, if you time it out, like, you still have, like, a, like 12 songs that you dropped that year, and you so you've had a busy year. So, it... It's like, but I I will say, I think you made a really good point because I hadn't thought of that until I had seen, until you, until you had said it. And I was like, man, he's got a really good point. And I, I think you really are really touching on probably some of the things that I've been struggling with and just not realizing it. 
So I think you make a solid point with your with your like, like I legit think that's what it is. I Probably think we we are overexposed to a lot of these artists, and I think I think if we just only focused on the main physical release Oricon chart, granted it'd be a little a little more difficult and a little boring at certain times, mostly because certain things aren't available digitally along with a physical yep. release, but but. You know, it is what it is, and we've we made this bed, and we have to sleep in it. And I think if we only stuck with that, it's a little bit of a better pill to swallow compared to just being overexposed to it. Because as give and take, I I haven't listened to your guys's last week's episode about um, Harashi no Step for for Lisa's release, but because she's been away for so long since since her since beginning of the year with her latest release it was a nice surprise to see her kind of do a much more uppity song right oh yeah and well the and the thing that i really liked is because it surprised me i like lisa's one of those artists that really i think she has the gift to like kind of reinvent herself with each release so mm-hmm. part of like the mystique about Lisa is you never quite know what what you, what to expect, and I definitely walked into Hadashina's step not knowing what to expect, and I, I was still really like floored by like what I heard. Like I just really liked it. It, it had this fun upbeat number that honestly it does probably speak to more my tastes than you know maybe say like Garenge and stuff. But I I think. Hadashi no Step is just this lovely track that man, it, it kind of kills me. Like it, you know, it was on the chart and then it dived off. But uh, I, uh, to me, it, like that's probably my favorite song of hers in the past two, three years. Like I really, really liked Hadashi no Step. So even better than Homura. Me I mean, personally, personally, yes. Person, personally, because I, I, I liked Homura a lot more than Garenge. And yeah. me not, and this this is not even me saying for 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 Demon Slayer because I didn't even watch Demon Slayer at that point. Yeah, I I just thought Homura was a better song because it relied more on her vocal her, yes. her vocal talents compared to everything yes. else. And, and that's... granted, I mean, and, and like I understand like people who probably don't like a very emotionally filled kind of like slower composition might be a little bit or. But I think yeah. that's her her best vocally sung song, to be honest. Oh, oh no, I, I agree. And and I typically love like vocally strong tracks like Hamora. I think Hamora's I I mean you're you're right, that's like vocally her strongest song and really the one that really casts her in a new light. Like like to me, like I've never seen Lisa as this vocal powerhouse and then the Hamora drops and you're like oh wow like I just I've never seen her like because that. you know even before that because she was just you know the anime the anime any song rock pop girl and that's all I we really usually saw her for right <laughs> yeah pretty much but I, I the thing about Hadashi no step is I really like the composition work in that one yeah and, I, and, and I maybe maybe that, that's, that's more really the producer well, than so. her but like yeah, like yeah. I love like the inclusion of like the brass band and stuff like that yeah, like it yeah. just it gives this song a really cool flair to it that just really makes mm. me love it so like it, it's a it's just a soft spot for me personally yeah. so and you know like this kind of goes hand with um a little bit of my second release or second part here and you know i think like you've been kind of seeing this a little bit more with releases now with certain artists and they will include a bit a, a song or two with a physical release compared to the digital release of an album granted it might be a little bit difficult to find that physical release but the fact that it has extra stuff on it kind of appeals to me more and and we'll get upon this when we kind of talk about this topic about a month from now because this kind of ties in with another topic for for later on down the road that we'll be doing about about a month from now but you know having that extra track kind of does appeal for a physical release but that also kind of 
kind of goes against physical physical releases for 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 people wanting to entice that but i i like the uh, exclusivity of having a physical release that has a little bit more so to speak and I think this kind of goes in hand in hand of what you we were trying to talk a bit earlier about, you know, when we do have a digital release, it includes one song, but when the actual physical release of that single comes out, it has like three or four songs and it kind of tells you that like, if you want to listen to more songs, you should try and go get that physical release of that song, right? Or the physical release of that single, so to speak. Oh, yeah, no. And I can understand where you're coming from because like, like one of the things that I like to do, because, you know, like, like I listen to music while, while I'm driving down the road and stuff like that. And, you know, it, it can get kind of dangerous if, like, you know, like I'm listening to a digital single and it's the one song. And so, like, I have, I have one of two options. I can change the song. But that requires me to pick up my phone, look and tr- you know try to find what I want to listen to next, or I can listen to the same song on repeat. Now, sometimes I want to do that. Now, now th- that sometimes I want to hear the same song on repeat, and that's that's fine for when you're in those moments. But not every time do I want to do that, and so you you really get in this whole like, eh, eh. and I like just having. You know, especially like the most most singles released with three songs, sometimes four. I know like the Nogizakas and all that. Like they they have more, but but on average it's three. And yeah. I, I do like I like that three song because like sometimes I'm just driving like five five ten minutes down the road, so I can just put on this one single, listen to those three tracks, and by the time that third track's ending, I'm I've arrived to my destination. So. So, you know, I'm not having to, like, like pick my phone up at the end of one song because I, I live in a place with a lot of curves and, you know, a lot of people drive like a lot of idiots around here. So, you know, like taking my <laughs> eyes off the road to to find a new song, not, not good. And I've had my wife fuss at me. It's <laughs> like driving, driving down the road and, you know, we'll get to the end of a song and I'll pick up my phone and start scrolling. And she's like, Brandon, you're driving. Or she's like, great, you're driving. And I'm like, like I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm just trying to find a new song. It's like I can do that. I'm like, oh well, there you go. So it, it's it's one of those it's one of those things. I, I, I have a question for that though. Why don't you don't put in a in a playlist then? Playlist. Uh, so it's a good question. It's a very good question. And uh, I do have a couple of playlists that I I I do go to. I have a like a sometimes I'll like I have a IV playlist. This just a yeah. collection of all of their music. Yeah. So I do have a couple of those. Uh, like I legit, thing- I legit, I legit have a best of playlist of even if I don't like all the songs on the single, the main song is on this playlist. There's like close to like nine hundred freaking songs on here. So. Yeah. The, oh, and see, and see when I when I had like the whole like collection of uh, scandal, I had I had like my top. 30 songs a scandal in, in a playlist and like that's what that's all I would listen to is that playlist like all, all 30 yeah. songs is on loop so I I uh I have done that in the past but for me like I like to categorize groups but like like I like to keep like certain artists together stuff like that now I haven't just made like hodgepodge playlists before but like for me, I don't know. I should do that more. Honestly, I'm not gonna lie because <laughs> you know, I'm, I'm, I'm. One day, I'm gonna kill myself just trying to find a new song on on, on my phone. So I need to do that a lot more. I, I will agree, but I, for me, I think like right now, it's just, when I'm putting a playlist together, it's not a two three minute thing. It's like a hour to two hour like like I've got to find the 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 perfect track selection and really it'd be just me going through because mostly what i tend to do is just go to the way apple music breaks it down is like it has just like a bunch of your recently added songs Mm. and i just scroll through those and see what looks appealing and that's how i just keep listening to the same stuff over and over again because i'm too lazy to actually dig through my phone and find something that i liked two years ago so 
It's like, oh, I recently added this song that I absolutely love, so let me just go back and listen to that again. And so, I actually, I need to make a playlist for my favorite songs of the year so far, so I can go ahead and start figuring out what um, my favorites for, App, for... Apple has that for you already. Uh, you go to your your Listen Now tab in Apple Music, and then I'll, it does go scroll all the way to the bottom, and I'll say Replace replay 2021 i'll replay all your songs that you've been listening to for the past year really yes oh listen now right now oh i see i never did the listen now thing i still have the get started page yay I, i can tell you my top five just by looking at this and number one is fushigi and that makes a lot of sense. <laughs> yeah, uh, Fushigi is a great song. It's a good song. I, I, I won't fault you for that. All yeah, right. It gives me my, my top... It gives you your like top 30 or something, your top 100 songs that you listen throughout the year. That's cool. Okay, I, okay, I gotta I got do that now. Yeah, with that, let's kind of go on the thing that you won't miss about having a physical release that you'll really love with a digital release. So let's start with you, Greg. Yeah, so one of the things that I won't miss, and I I think I've expressed this before, and I I will just express it again. It's kind of like the same premise as what we were talking about, where it's like, you know, you're you're driving down the road and, you know, you got it, you're listening to one song and you need to like swap over to something else is I love like just having like my whole collection at my fingertips. Like I I know that's like the easiest go-to thing to say, but man, like I can't tell you this, like, like when I was a kid, like, you know, I would stuff like three or four CDs in my book bag. So I I could just like shuffle songs throughout the day. And you know, I I crushed like so many jewel cases because you know, it was my book bag (laughs) and stuff, but it's like, it's like I need, I needed my music. And so for me, you know, like just like the the convenience of being like, oh, it's like, hey, I can listen to this album, this album, this album, and like there's like there's there's really no limit, especially with str- with like the cloud streaming and stuff. Like there's really no limit to what you what you can listen to. And so like when me and well, well, what you you barring if the label gives it to us. <laughs> that, I mean that I mean that's always barring, but like uh, for. Like when me and my wife went to the beach, I, it's a four hour drive. And so in order for us to fill the time, I made a playlist. It was eight hours long. It's like, you're not buying an eight hour CD. <laughs> and, and I remember, cause I used to burn my own CDs. I like, I, I did that for a while. Cause like, I wanted like this song from this anime. I wanted this song from this anime. And so like, you know, you would like burn your own CDs so you could have like all your favorite tracks from your various CDs, and and there they there was like the ones you could burn once and only once, and then there was ones you could you could burn multiple times. But the CD player I had only had the one and done, so I always had to like I always had to like reburn. So like I would burn a CD, and then like if I wanted to like add something to it, I have to burn like a whole brand new CD. Like it, it got ridiculous. And now I can just be like, oh, okay, I like this song. I'm going to take it. I got this song. I'm going to take it. And I can make my own playlist like we were just talking about. So it's just one of those things where like like having that freedom to uh, be able to, you know, explore your library without you having to pack like 80 things or anything like that. Also, have you tried swapping, switching out a CD in a car? It is the worst. Yep. It is the worst. And I don't have a six disc CD changer <laughs> like like Luna has. Like I, I don't have that luxury. So for me, I, I have to, you, you know, I have to get my wife, God bless her soul. You know, I'll be like, okay, can you pop that out? And I'll like open the dashboard, pull this out. All right, now pop in the second disc. <laughs> like... Like it's, it's it becomes a production, and so like just the ability to be like oh boom 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 boom, and like you're you're good to go. It's just it's nice. It's very nice. Like I can't express to you like how how much it just simplifies my life. 
Yeah, no, I I completely understand that, and you know, I I come we come from an age of you know burning discs and and doing that as well. So I I completely understand the ease of having that. So I I completely understand that, and it does make your life so much simpler, especially with the advent of technology and such. So. Yep. Yeah, for me, something that I I won't miss for a physical release. He kind of hinted at that. It's just lugging everything around too. But you know, I like the fact that without any type of hesitation, that you can just have it. Like it's literally what you said. Like you can have it on you, and you know with. When you go onto like a plane and stuff like that, people they 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 stare at you like when you bring your CD player and all that crap. I re- I remember back back in the days, back in the the days of the early aughts, like people would stare yep. at you when you do island travel or thing like that. And like, what do you have your music on? You should turn your CD player off, kind of thing. But yeah, you just turn, <laughs> turn your turn your turn your phone on airplane mode, and hopefully you are smart enough to add download it all your song. Well, that that's another thing. Hopefully, you're smart enough that you don't want all this stuff. <laughs> but, yeah, yeah, yeah. Make certain you have your I, stuff downloaded. <laughs> yeah, and I think this goes hand in hand with the the main reason too is I think it's much more of a cost effective issue. Granted, you know, Apple Music and Spotify, for that matter, ain't the and Apple and uh, Amazon Music ain't the end all be all to what this all is. But the fact that you have the ability to access so many songs for pretty much a, a a a Big Mac meal is really really good and really really enticing to say the least. To the point that you know, hey, as much as I really do love physical releases, I don't think I would have fallen in love with as many artists as I have with a digital with without the digital releases of these things being available and i and i and the crux of music corner is that because of just being able to listen to groups that we absolutely love and being able to talk about them just a little bit more and i don't think i would have been able to do that especially for indie corner if i was only regarded to physical releases i think it'd be a much more difficult task but you know the able the ability to cast such a wide net with genres and artists is something that you know while nice to have with a physical release is so much much more able to do with a digital net here yeah no you, you make a good point because like could could we even do a lot of the aspects of the show if we didn't have like the digital thing of it especially something like MC because I, I mean, if we if it really did depend on us being able to like physically purchase like all the stuff that we cover, like we would we would not be able to cover all that we do. Uh, it just is so integral to what we do. <laughs> I I think we wouldn't be able to do the podcast as well. I would say efficiently, but as on a yeah. a a constant basis as we are able to do. Yes. Yeah, no, that that's the thing. So I think you really pointed out something that I hadn't thought of. Yeah, so, you know, that's just a couple things that we thought about. And I know, you know, this topic would have been really, really amazing to do with Luna because she is such a physical collector. And I think it'll go hand in hand to the topic that we'll be doing a, a month from now. So kind of stay tuned for that as well, because, you know, what? With that topic, it kind of really goes hand in hand with this one. I actually really hope that we had done it back to back because of just how kind of, um, you know, how it kind of slides into one each other, topic wise. So, but with that, let's continue on to this week's music corner here. And this week, I have the lovely Reigns and got to introduce to the lovely band of the Natsu Yasumi band or the Summer Vacation band. So, 
They were, they are a four-piece pop rock band that got their start back in 2008. And, you know, hearkening to their name, they hope to bring the energy of a summer vacation every day. As well as becoming that band that, you know, listeners can escape reality with, with their music. And, you know, they kind of bring that warm and soft style with their vocals, with that mixture of sentimental and emotional lyrics and melodies that kind of bring that nostalgic feeling to listeners. And one of the first things that you can notice from this band is, you know, the vocalist Risa Nakagawa's calming vocals combined with the band's usage of piano, bass, drums, steel pan, and a trumpet, which is, you know, on paper really sounds kind of weird. I mean, it even sounds weird saying that a steel pan and a trumpet is in this band, but it is. But in practice, they are able to produce a sound that really cannot be replicated and true to their theme i find myself kind of just engulfed with their music try to soak up every little bit of it and none of that can be true with the effect of that like with their songs called with echo and crudo Eno. well i do believe like the steel plan and the trumpet player of their player of the lovely guy named mc sarafu Koren Inu in particular kind of takes you on that ride and kind of lets you forget everything around you and everyone around you for and while some of their tunes might be a little bit slow tempo and might be kind of difficult to get into initially, you got songs like Trinos, which kind of shakes it up with the formula and kicks it up to a little bit of a mid-tempo track to kind of show their range. However, tempo criticisms aside, I do not think that you will find a band with this flair and style like the Nazi Yasumi band has. So, I was a little bit kind of worried about this band because i i don't know how luna and you would have taken to it so i kind of wanted to hear your thoughts yeah no the natsu yasumi band is a very very interesting band and i i really wound up enjoying my time with them i i spent all day with them today and honestly if it hadn't been for them i wouldn't have made it through so they they are a really good band. They have a nice charm to them, and that that's the best way I could really put it. Like there's this like nice charm that they have to all of their music that just really pulls the listener in. And you know you know now that you say like you know each song kind of gives you like a summer vacation. Like you, you you I can easily hear this at the beach, you know. And I will say the trumpet player. In, and showing my personal bias, like I think he's the best thing about this band. I, I love the, I like, like you. There's this band, like he makes it work for me personally. Like if he wasn't there, I don't know if I'd like this band as much as I do. You know, so. and it makes me wonder how they do this live because he's the same person that does the steel band stuff, and there are parts of certain tracks that they are played <laughs> alongside each other. So I'm just picturing him playing it with the feet and the trumpet while he's yeah. like sitting down with the trumpet. Like, like he probably just has like foot pedals and stuff that he 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 presses on, and like you know, like certain things are happening. Uh, so yeah, because like one of the songs that I wound up liking was Symphonic, which is off of their latest album Neo Park, and you, you know one of the things that really made that track stand out to me was the trumpet. Like it's just like like that trumpet really makes that song work, and it works really well. So I, I really wound up digging that. I I will say, I feel like a lot of their songs, like just looking at their their Neo Park album, a lot of their songs go over the five minute mark. And there's a couple of them I, I think maybe maybe probably don't need to be over five minutes, but Yeah, it's see okay. this is I was I was kinda scared about that because especially because they don't really shake it up. I had that feeling that you'll be like, oh this was one this is three separate songs, but I thought it was just one big ass song. No, no they they actually shake it up just enough to where I don't I didn't run into that so much that but was, that was like legit my first worry when i was like yeah. kind of breaking down this i was like i have a bad feeling that gray in particular will be like probably the length and just didn't notice that it was three separate songs and yeah. how they didn't probably sound different enough yeah th there, there was like a couple of songs that when i was listening especially the neo park album where i was listening to it and i'm like oh you know this is cool and i just happened to check the time on it i'm like man i'm three minutes into this song and i still have two minutes left it just feels like I've been listening to it for longer than that. And for me personally, I don't like that sensation, but 
Yeah, you know, it's it, it's it is what it is. Um, like for me, I like I said, it was only like one or two tracks. I for the most part, I didn't do that with them. Uh, like a, you know, a good song, like you you're not going to care how long it is at the end of the day, especially if it's paced properly. And it's not overly repetitive, so I, I think they they do really good with that. Uh, one of the other tracks I did want to point out. This is probably my favorite, and that was their track "Future Heads," which mm. features TMB and EMC. Uh, I really, really wound up. It's on their Ezo album. I wound up loving that song. That's a it's a collab song, and I. I really, really liked it. I, th- I thought the rap in it was really good, and their mu—you wouldn't think like listening to their music and their style, it wouldn't work well with rap, but it works amazing with rap. <laughs> you, you know, TMB is literally the Nazi Yasumi band, right? <laughs> oh, no, I didn't. <laughs> <laughs> okay, cool. That makes sense. That makes sense. It's a smart acronym. I, I, I like it. Two thumbs up. Like the TMB guy is good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, of course they're good. It's them. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, 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 yeah. But no, uh, Future Heads on their Ezo album, really good. Check it out. I that that was that wound up being my favorite song because, like I said, I love the rap. I think the Natsu Yasumi band's music works really, really well with the rap, and it's not something like when you're listening to it. It's not the first thing that I would that I would thought of. In fact, I think one of the reasons why I liked it so much is I wasn't expecting it. Mm. Like, like it just, it just to me, it just came out of left field. I was like, it's like I was just listened to Izo, just kind of digging you know, one, one track, and then like all of a sudden I'm hearing this rapping. I'm like, whoa, what is this? This is good stuff. <laughs> so yeah, no, I, I I did. I wound up really liking that one song in particular. Like if I shout out any song, it's Future Heads. But I, no, I wound up really liking them all. I will say, like one of the only knocks that I would have against the Natsu Yasumi band is due to their their quirky nature and style. I. I personally wouldn't be in the mood for this all the time. So like there's certain times that like this will really hit the spot and it's really nice. And then there's other times I was like, eh, I don't know if I'd want to listen to it or not. So for me, it'd be a little bit more moody than normal, but uh, that's a very minor, very, very minor thing. I think still at the end of the and day. I think, and I think overall that's a personal thing too, because I don't yes. know if, if music is meant to be, all the time. Yeah, all the yeah. time, yeah. It's supposed yeah. to harken a certain response, yeah? <laughs> yeah, oh yeah. I, I've introduced groups where Luna is like, oh yeah, they're fantastic, but I have to be in the mood for them. So, it, it, it's a, like, a, like and, and you do make a good point, like, nothing is, as much as I love, like, Dice, like, I don't listen to them all the time. Like, I listen to other stuff, you gotta mix it up a bit, but still, this is a really good surprise, and... I I wound up liking them a lot more than I was expecting to. So I, I, I did. I wound up digging them quite a bit. That's good to hear. Well, Yay! with that, this is our last group before our Music Corner Roundup. And while that won't be next week, it'll be in about two weeks. So please look forward to that. It's been a while and I've been gone for like half of them. So a lot of these, this roundup will be just me doing my first impressions. So that'll be very interesting to go around with. So me and Luna are excited. But... <laughs> <laughs> I don't know about this. One. <laughs> oh, but... even if you hate it, we're still excited. And cause uh, we like your opinion. Regardless. The Nazi Yasumi band currently has five albums, one from their indie days, and in, in 2012 and four with their major label album, Speedstar Record, starting from 2015 with Parade with their latest, as we kind of mentioned here, Neo Park, that dropped in August of this year. They also have several singles under their belt tour, which are available digitally, and several with their collaboration works with NHK and other pro, uh, collab works as that so you can kind of check it out all on our site including their official website the twitter and the music video for trainos on our site as well but yeah with that let's continue on to 
the Oricon in here. And it was, uh, for, for me, it's not a good week to come back. <laughs> I personally did not like three of the songs on here. <laughs> <laughs> they knew you were coming back this week, so they, they, they made you work for it. They made it work for it. They're like, come on, get lost. Get lost, Ken. <laughs> but yeah, starting off at number 10, it is Night by Mystic Fragrance by the Underfall Stars. So it's the male version of the the, the All-Stars husbando things here. And yeah, <laughs> this is an anime-ass husbando song. Yeah, I, I think Ken hit the nail on the head. This is very much anime as it gets, it, it it's it's all right. I don't think this is a terrible song by any means, but it's not for me. <laughs> I'm not the target. Yeah, yeah. You know, I, it it knows what demographic it's hitting, and I'm like, I'm not that. It goes for it hard too. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I assume that maybe maybe Luna might like it better. <laughs> Possibly, it's very possible. But I also think that Luna does not like this particular genre as well. No, she does not. Everyone's yeah. in a blue moon. Like, there's a track that Luna likes that surprises me, but I don't. I don't, I don't think Knight's Mystic Fragrance is going to be it. <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't think it's this is as well. But regardless, yeah. Mystic Fragrance so the lovely twenty thousand four hundred and fifty-seven points. And going on up to number nine, it is Gachikasha by Chotokyu. Now. <laughs> So this was very interesting. So behind the scenes here. So it is available in English as well. But the English of it, the English version of this release is totally different compared to the Japanese one. And I think it's because the Japanese one is relating to a Korean town. While in the English one, it's just called Let's Go, which like is the most generic thing I ever heard of in my life. <laughs> But what what did you think of Kachi Kasha? Yeah, no, I personally personally I, I liked it. I, I thought it was in, interesting and different. I I thought you know I had a lot of fun with it. It's got a good melody. It's very catchy. So I, I wound up really digging it. Uh, I don't think this breaks the mold by any means. And uh, if you're not into boy groups, I don't know if there's a whole lot here for you. I think this breaks the mold for them. Yeah, it does. Frick, it went a wrong way, personally. And but, I can see that, too. You know, for me, because this is... If you look at the everything about this song, it has Korean. And originally, I had to make sure I had the right song because of the fact that it had Korean on it. And... I had to make sure that I was looking at Chotokyu, and it is. It's exactly the same song that we were doing and listening to because I had to make sure about that. However, this felt so like the mixture of what we've been listening to with JL1 and just and that influence of K-pop is affecting this particular artist. And it really doesn't beforehand but with this particular release it did for some strange reason so i i don't know what happened here so you know and with with them with with chotokyu because this these these are your boys gray because this is the stardust production boys here it it it's Honestly, it's it's something different that they're used to beforehand. However, I really did not like this approach because it felt K-pop. And I don't think I need that right now, especially with them because, you know, that I, that loss of identity of what makes J-pop J-pop was really happening with this release. And I can totally see where you're coming from because, you know, it does have a lot of... I wouldn't, I don't know. I, I think this song does a, a pretty solid job of blending the two together. I don't think it suffers that much of an identity crisis that you sometimes run into when you get that hybridized song. But it, it is, like like you said, a departure from their earlier works. And 
I, I, like I said, I liked it. I, I liked it a lot. I, it, it starts off a little shaky, but it, to me, it got a lot better as it went. And I just, I did, I wound up really liking this track. I don't know if it's my favorite track of the week, but I, I did. I wound up digging it. And, you know, I don't want to see J pop go away, but, you know, when you see the Korean sales numbers that they are, like, like, like people are going to chase that, you know, it's, it's just reality. So, but I think this song is really good. No, but then, you know, it also kind of goes, it really goes hand in hand within the Western influence then too. Yes. Because it's, K-pop aside, this also kind of like, what, would you allow like a Western style song to be sung like this? Or a Japanese Western style song? You would have the same gripes kind of like how I did. Probably. I, no, we've we've talked we've talked about this before, and and especially with rap, especially with rap, you do not really like this the the Western style, of, yeah, of rap being influenced for the Japanese market. No, I, I I like that I like that rap with a little rhythm in it. You know, uh, that that's what I like more. I don't like that straight talk rap that that we get. And that is the influence of the West yeah. right there. That that's true. I, I, I don't know. Like, like I, I just re-listened to it, and I still, I still think it works. I still, I, I even like the rap. Like, I think the rap works for what they're doing. So, I, I, I honestly, this is such a departure. I'm curious. What I'm more curious to see is what their next release is going to look like. Because no, they're going to go back to their usual stuff. I, I know yeah. that they probably this is just a one-off. They're not yeah. going to change their ways because I know. I, I would like to say I would know how Stardust Productions really, really takes their way with this. I mean, they got four groups that sound exactly the same, so maybe a little deviation among them would freaking help. But you know, yeah, that's that's very fair. Yeah, you got that. <laughs> so, but regardless it did sell fairly decent it sold a lovely 20,687 points here and continuing on uh to number eight it is kaibutsu and yashisi suisei by yao sobi this is what it is it's been on here forever probably just because of freaking uh base stars being fairly popular again on the western netflix side so there's that but regardless, this week is so lovely, 21,270 points. And going on up to number seven, it is Dry Flower by UD. And so it is. It's been on here for almost a year now, so good job for that. But this week is so the lovely, 22,060 points. And going on up to number six, it is Theme Sign by Gr- Porno Graffiti. Now... I think this probably is the second or third time that we've been kind of introduced to pornography on here. Because I I know you probably heard of them, but you haven't really gotten into them, Gray. Yeah, I know them from My Hero Academia. They did The the Day, which is the first opening yeah. for the show. That That's specifically where I know them from, but I haven't checked out really anything else. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And mostly because they're more of a physical release stuff, so them being digital stuff is yeah. kind of a newer thing for them. So, what did you thought of theme song, or as as a release as a whole? Yeah, it was a really, I I I really dug it. I thought it was a fun release theme song is a very i was surprised i didn't know what to expect walking into it and i wound up really enjoying it overall and i i think part of me was expecting to not like this because like the day has its love and don't i love my hero academia but i've never been the biggest fan of that song so I don't know. I was walking into this not really knowing what to expect, but I had pretty low expectations, and I felt like theme song kind of shot over what I expected. I I like the composition. I like the vocal work done in this. I think it's a lovely song, and I think it works really well. 
I also really liked Reunion. I thought Reunion was uh, a solid... I actually liked Reunion a little bit more than I did Theme Song, but 1 and 2, really good, and uh, It's a New Era is okay. I, I That was like the one that I was like, eh, it's all right. I, I don't know if I'd go out and purchase it, but it's the third track on this release, so if it you know it comes bundled in, it's not a bad deal. And yeah, Theme, theme Song, it's good. It's catchy. It's got a nice piano in it, too, so... I wound up liking it overall. What did you think of it, Ken? Yeah, so if I had to pick a new release that I liked this week, it would be them. It would be Theme Song. Because overall, it's kind of a bundled deal. While I had to only rely on just one song for the prior releases, I had to really rely on all three songs. So we got Theme Song Reunion and It's a New Era as a bundled deal for this, for this release. And... You are right. I think Reunion is just a smidge better than Theme Song in overall, but as a package deal, it really meshes well, and I think this is probably the best release of this week for them. So overall, I really liked it. So, but this week, Theme Song sold a lovely twenty-four thousand nine hundred and seventy points, and going on up. To number five, it is Romance by Yoel Sobe. So, I probably have a smudge idea of how you thought about this song. <laughs> that you thought it was okay, but it stopped moving the needle on Yoel Sobe for you, right? Well, I mean, I liked it. I think it's a, I think it's a solid song overall, but it, it's just, like I said, like, uh, we'll do the show. I'll like the song, and then I, I won't ever think about it again. And, and I, that's the yeah. frustration I've really reached with it. So, yeah, it's good. And just kind of move on about my life. It's just like, I wish I liked them more than it's I like do. It, but I don't. It's it's their kind of thing. I, yeah. Gonna, they really, really hate me then. <laughs> I mean, if you loved it, by all means. Or if you really hated no, it, like, like, I don't care. No, no per- personally, I don't think this is their best song. I mean, they already sung their best song earlier in the year. Oh, but. I, this is not their best release all year. Yeah, not even is, close. This, this is... <laughs> This is not their best. Well, I'm I'm not saying it is their best release. Their yeah. best release has been earlier in the year. But yeah. Like for for me, like nah 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 nah. Like hell, I think even Love Letter was a better release, and I hated Love Letter to be perfectly honest. I, yeah. But <laughs> I don't remember Love. I think, like I remember the song Love Letter existing, but I could not tell you the melody or the thing anything about that release. So I, I can like I can see like. That. Personally, Encore is probably their best song of the entire year, and that's even going above Kaibutsu and Yashisi Suede. So I I could see that. I remember I remember liking Encore. Yeah, because it's a, let, let's just say this much: they tried to go a little bit slower than compared to just yeah, we're gonna techno it out for 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 uh, usual. You also be a fair. Yeah. <laughs> So, but romance, eh, it's all right. But I've heard better from Yao Sobi earlier in the year, and I—that's th- how it is. And I, I, and I think like we said earlier with the whole digital releases thing, I think just them being overexposed really did not help them. <laughs> I think if they waited for this to be at the end of the year, I think I'd be a little bit warmed up to it compared to three releases within three months. So, <laughs> but. It is what it is. Regardless, this week it sold a lovely 25,182 points. And going on up to number four, it is Cry Baby by Official Hige Dandism. Now, I think this has a little bit more staying power because of just how popular Tokyo Revengeance has become. I haven't watched it. I have no idea. I've been getting asked if I have watched it and or from other normal people. And that tells you something. <laughs> Yeah, I watched the first four episodes. It's pretty solid. I've been meaning to really dig in and get back into it and just haven't gotten around to it. But I I would recommend it. I think it's really good, especially if you like Deraced. It's one of the inspirations yeah. for it. Yeah. Regardless, this week I saw the lovely 25,201 points and gone on up to number three. It is Hey Sen by back number. Glad that it's on here. I, I, I wish that we could get more back number stuff, but that's just me personally. But I know understand how freaking popular this song became. <laughs> so 
But regardless, this week it sold the lovely 26,352 points here. And going on up to number two, it is BTS by Butter. It is Butter by BTS. (laughs) Not the other way around there. But... It is what it is. It's, it's this year's new song for, for BTS, so not much what you can say here. So But this week it sold a lovely fifty two thousand three hundred and forty seven points. And going on up to number one, it is Kimi ni Shikareta by Nogi Saka forty six. Now, how did you feel about this, you know? Because I know you've been really on the 46 hype band as of late. And I think this is one of their... I think this is their second release of this year? Third. It's the third release. It's the third release? Okay. Yeah. No, um... Yeah, so... Because, like, for me, like... I'm really conflicted with this song. I'm going to be 100% honest... I'm going to go ahead and tell you right up front. I really, really like the song. I'm just, I've not figured out for the reason yet. Because it's one of two reasons. One, this is way better than a lot of the other stuff that they've been putting out this year. Because, like, I did not like Go Midnight Fingers Crossed. Like, I did not like that song at all. And the earlier one, uh, Boku Wa Boku Kusukinaru. That one was also I, I felt like a mess. So for me, I, I was I didn't know what I was walking into. I and I had really low expectations and Kimini Shikarareta. But this was a really good track and I really, really liked it. And I don't know if I like it because it's much it, because I really like the song as it stands on its own, or if it's because it's better than what's been coming out, and I'm like, hey, it's an improvement. Hey, I'll take I, I it. I legit, it, it's the latter. I legit think it's the latter. Because <laughs> for me, this song isn't doing it for much. Like, <laughs> I, I know what to expect already about the 46s, and they ain't moving the needle of what I, I need. It, it's legitly just checking all the boxes. And that's fine for some people. Some people will like that, but it's not for me. And I can see that. Like, listening to it, I can easily see this song is not for everyone. And if you're not a fan of the idols, like, it's not... It's not something that would win you over. I, I promise you that. It's like, this is for fans. <laughs> yeah, it they, they, it's Just like number 10 that we talked about... Uh, they they know their audience. I think the song knows its audience, and they're just playing to their audience, which is fine. It worked out for them, but you know, like you can't do that forever. And but let them find their baseline again, and, and then we can worry about it. So this is them finding their baseline. So we'll see what happens next. But I, I did. I wound up liking this overall, and I mean, uh, I'm. I mean, I'm still a fan. Like, even though I haven't liked the last two releases or anything like that, it's not going to make me unlike all the stuff that I liked before. Like, I'm still a fan of Nogizaka 46, and I'm always hoping, like, the next song's really good. So, you know, fingers crossed. We'll, we'll see. Go midnight, fingers crossed. <laughs> I'm going to slap you. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> well, let's finger cross here with the amount of numbers that it broke here. And this week, it's saw the lovely 549,000. 205 points here and with that let's go into the albums real fast here and oh hey we got 2001 by uh, Shibuya uh, Subaru so he was the old member of Kanjani 8 so I'm I'm happy that he's really kind of moving on his own with his own spot in his own way so i'm really happy about that so we got that at number 10 we got equal by uchida yuma so good job for him that's i believe this is his second album yeah it is his second album his second solo album so good job for yuma and he's another artist that i'm like yeah I can see him. If he wants to transition over to, to just being a vocalist full time, I think he would love. He can fit that very well. Granted, he's too much of a jokester in the Seiyu world to not do that. So, 
And then we got number seven here. We got the uh, Umba Hime, the Derby horse game, which is really blowing up in Japan. I've watched a stream or two about them, and it's a, it's a very interesting game. <laughs> Let's just say that much. Then we got Editorial by Official Hige at number six. You got Reunion by Little Green Monster at number four. I'm surprised you didn't really talk about this. <laughs> I have not checked out the album yeah honestly i forgot it dropped so that's on me but uh yeah it's something to, for me to like we've got a lot of stuff on the back end so it might be mid-october before i get around to this but uh, I'll, I'll check it out sometime soon and let you guys know how i like yep. it and we got sticker nct two seven uh one two seven volume three by ntc one two seven through lovely korean group there so congratulations to them for taking number one this this week but yeah with that i want to say thank you for listening to this lovely episode of ongaku to you you can find us on all lovely social media stuff at at twitter and instagram at ongaku.ru you can follow the website where we talk about the japanese music industry and all the lovely news and stuff on that at ongaku.ru.com you can also check out all our affiliates karyu hunter who is a retro streamer and he is doing a lot of the interesting horror games as of late so you can check them out at touch.tv slash karyuhunter k-y-o-r-y-u-h-u-n-t-e-r you can also check out timpertaf who is doing Yakuza Like a Dragon for a good old Yachtember here. We're getting to the edge of that. He's only he's only about a, a third of the way through the game, so he has quite a bit more. But yeah, you can check him out at twitch.timbertaf, T-I-M-B-E-R-T-A-F-T. You can also check out Fangirl Has No Name, who is a, a variety artist in her of herself, and you can check her out at twitch.tv slash fangirl has no name f-a-n-g-i-r-l h-a-s-n-o-n-a-m-e can also check out luna sister rose at all the lovely giggles and gaggles at twitch.tv slash rainstar kitty r-a-i-n-s-t-o-r-k-i-t-t-y can also check out the podcast that i do with kill timber and fangirl called pod source this week we had a lovely special episode with our un- lovely ongoing joke guests here cap and k so go check that out i know i had a lovely fun trying to edit that episode as i'm pulling my hair out as i'm listening to this currently but you can check that out by looking up curry hunter on all podcast streaming services you can also check luna out at luna marie 87 at twitter and instagram you can check me out at OTYKen, one where I talk about Bang Dream, I'm Iba, Roboco, and Robo, and more, I'm Iba. And where can we check you out, Gray? You can follow me on Twitter where I tweet about what I'm watching, what I'm playing, all that fun jazz. If you're interested in what I'm up to, just follow me there. But yeah, I want to say thank you very much for listening to this week's episode of Ungakadu. I'm your host, Ken, saying thank you very much, and have a great day. Aloha. And this is Gray. Thank you guys so much for tuning in, and we'll be right back here next time. Bye-bye.